Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Barnacles with Jeff and Devin. Uh, summer may be over here, but this episode is a, a summer filled. The spirit of summer is, is all throughout this episode. And we are talking about Krabby Land today. Uh, I'm Devin, as always, joined with me. I'm Jeff. Yeah, we did have a good run there of like, we had like a Valentine's Day episode around Valentine's Day. There was like a few there, and now we're like way off. It's like, <laughs> fall is starting and here's like the first day of summer and just yeah, yeah. that's okay a few, few months away but and here's uh, our guest Devin. <laughs> oh well our guest is my uh buddy tommy how's it going tommy doing all right thanks for having me guys yes yeah, so it's gonna be fun so tommy and i we've known each other for eight years honestly longer than that what I might have been in like seventh grade. You, you. So uh, I came in when you were in eighth grade. I remember that grade. specifically because okay. I started. So Tommy is one of yeah, my old students. Eight or nine years. Yeah. Um, okay. and, awesome. Yeah. yeah. One of the so, street youths you always talk about. One of the street yeah. youths. <laughs> street youths. Dudes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. He, so that's, a, that's a little bit of a crossover reference, getting the new girl reference. It there. is. <laughs> oh, we, we love crossover references on Barnacles. Um, it's like but, when on when she appeared on Brooklyn Nine Nine, she was like, "It's a crossover." Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. So reference the time the new girl mentioned a crossover. <laughs> Make it very meta. Okay. Uh, we're talking about SpongeBob, right? Uh, this is true. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So Krabby Land, right? Uh, yeah. That's I didn't want to interrupt y'all. I was just making nah. a joke about girl, new girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll I'll get into more about how long I've known Tommy and why he, I got him on this episode when we get to when we get when we get to the next segment. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Krabby Land, SpongeBob, uh, he, he wakes up, he's sipping tea, uh, well, or what we think is tea, and he's reading the paper. He tells <laughs> he t- he says, "Gare, this is the best cup of." Does he say French toast? Is that yes, French I've- toast. A cup of French toast? Okay. He's not saying French roast, right? I yeah, I'd imagine that was a a typo or something in the in the writer's <laughs> I just go with it because I thought that. it was that funny. I mean the R and the T are right next to each other on the keyboard. I, I guarantee yeah. you that's what happened. And then and then the writer's like, that's too funny. We gotta keep it. I can't I can verify the R and the T are right next to each other. I was like, he's right, right? And I looked down. <laughs> yeah. I, I did look down before I said that. I was like, I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. I really hope that's why that that's where that joke came from. And now that's yeah. head canon. I, I that's that's what happened in my head. That's funny. Yeah. And then he has a quote of the day calendar, and the quote is from apparently nobody in particular, just you are a winner. Wow. Okay, I'm a winner. And it's the first day of summer, June 21st. Yeah. Uh, I like these very generic quotes. Y'all ever had a calendar like that? Or any any work colleagues sending you quotes of the day or anything? <laughs> um, I don't know if like daily verses count, but no, I did have, do y'all remember the, the, the cow calendars, the cow, the Chick-fil-A calendars? Uh, yes, I never had one, but I... I, I... All, all like the, the lower school teachers would always have those up there and be like a big flex. Yes. Jep? Uh, no, no, I never had one. You remember uh, them though, right? I, yeah, I remember them. They, they'd have a different, you know, cow doing something silly on each month. Yeah. 
So that is the closest that I can get to having a calendar that had something different. Just, you know, but it was like a different cow with a different theme. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And he is so excited about the first day of summer that he pops into the Krusty Krab wearing a flower around his head (laughs) as if he's got a circular head all of a sudden, which I don't think so. But uh, (laughs) he goes up to Squidward and he's, He's singing. He's caroling. Uh, I didn't know caroling existed outside of Christmas, but uh, <laughs> the the summer theme, the summer feel. He he's really like they they go into the like it feels like Christmas. Yeah, They're yeah, it's kind of a play on like because it's like the spirit of summer. It's kind of like a play on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. and then like a, the summer miracle at the end that we'll get to. Yeah, so it's kind of like a Christmas episode. Um, but yeah, Squitter, it's like. Not much of a summer person. (laughs) (laughs) But Krabs is. Krabs is excited about it, which seems out of character until you realize, nah, he's... SpongeBob's like, why why is that? Is it the the beautiful fireflies? Is it the sound of a lawnmower running over a Uh, (laughs) flip-flop? No, No, it's the money. I mean, the children. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, how... Because he calls it the the was it this this long recess or something he calls it something recess did I write it down yeah it's like oh, an yeah. extended recess something like yeah, that. yeah known as summer break which wouldn't wouldn't SpongeBob have like know what that is what he went to yeah. school as a child he did he not have summer break do we ever get any verification on that like do do we know anything about his his educational background besides that he's a, a boating school like uh, <laughs> he's a life boating yeah. school do we have any verification I, I mean we get flashbacks of when he was a child but i don't remember any flashbacks of when he was actually in school we know oh, we did have okay so a few episodes ago was the house well, party and there was a picture of him as a student with a bunch of other fish but then there was okay. wait but then the an, even more recently, yeah, new student starfish. There was a picture of him and Patrick, and a bunch of humans. It was like <laughs> it was above ground. <laughs> they were just like photoshopped into a, an actual school picture. Uh, <laughs> it was great. Yeah, so I guess so. But this is exactly like the scene in the Christmas episode when Sandy sits him down and tells him about Christmas <laughs> and Santa Claus. Yeah, it was like the exact same scene. But, uh, but, but this one is not as uh is not as innocent. No, and... not at all. Because he describes like the only thing he describes is kids wandering around unsupervised with change <laughs> jingling in their pockets. <laughs> and then he just slaps a higher price on the kitty meals. Yeah. Also, I don't know any kids that just roam around town during summer break going to fast food restaurants yeah. with their parents. I uh I mean, I remember my dad, my dad grew up in five points and his whole thing was he would talk about how, oh, back in the day, we'd all just get on our bikes and we'd go around. And, you know, when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to bike down to the house, like four, five houses down. I wasn't allowed to go do that. Because parents were like, oh, no, you're not allowed to just go do that. But <laughs> I guess back in the day, back that's what that they was, did. What, like the, the 70s, 80s, somewhere in there? Yeah, 70s and 80s. That was all cool. 2000s, uh, not so much. But I mean, Bikini Bottom yeah. might be you know, totally different. 
behind all the time. Yeah, that is the thing. Everybody also carries all their allowance in quarters. I didn't realize that that was <laughs> much of it. They they only have quarters. Yeah, because dollars don't really jingle, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, their their money point. jingle jingles. It does not fold. In the seventies, it was like, ah, come back and buy dinner. Yeah. <laughs> just just come back alive. That's all we care about. Yeah. Come back alive. Yeah. Uh, also, I wrote up Mr. Krabs routinely throughout this episode emphasizes how nutritious the meal is that he serves kids. Yeah. Like this is, I'm serving them a nutritious meal. Like, no, you you actually aren't, but that's okay. Uh, wow. But yeah, then uh, no kids show up that day, and he's like, "Where's all the money? I mean, children," and, <laughs> and they're all over across the street at a, at a new playground and so mr krabs and spongebob ride up in a boat laying on the floor of the boat <laughs> less, <laughs> and look at the kids riding. and mr krabs goes look at these kids so weak and malnourished as it zooms <laughs> in on yeah. a heavier a heavier yeah. child like <laughs> drinking a smoothie like <laughs> i think he had a lollipop or something yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> or it was he was not malnourished he's he was well fed yeah and <laughs> mr krabs they have no idea he's there mr krabs just screams no and they all just look over like yeah. <laughs> so i i thought about the fact and i don't know if i thought about I, I don't know the last time i saw this episode but i was like this is real creepy that you're pulling up on the playground <laughs> to watch these children and be like he's I like want trying to, to make sure they don't see him yeah exactly like he tries he's wanting to lure these children to his business so he could take their money like it's this is real creepy crabs creepy the crabs with a k yeah it kind of is uh <laughs> it's kind of creepy but he does have spongebob with him so there's a little innocence there but he's like i have nothing left to live for yeah. i mean driving while you're on the ground is pretty cool but <laughs> <laughs> i think that's something he would live for yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then spongebob walks back without mr krabs did you notice this weird animation uh it just looked very different than normal spongebob it was just like the land is slowly moving below him while he's it looks like they were using like flash or something or, i don't know he was when he was walking back to to wait walking back to the crusty crab yeah he was just it was the next, made, it was like, the next oh, day right weird. Was, did he yeah, it's the, there the, it's the next night? day because he works he works you know the whole night yeah. building because oh gosh yeah because he, he left him there all night well no he he went home spongebob walked home my understanding is that he walked home and then he's even asks as he's walking in that you know as you're talking about the flash like that you yeah know, the moving background yeah yeah he was like I, I wrote it down where did it go he's i think he says um i wonder what mr krabs has been up to since i went home and did nothing of interest until now so that that flash forward of I like how they're day. so close to knowing that they're in a TV show, but just not quite there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the the narrator was all out of time cards, so SpongeBob had to explain it. Yeah. Oh no. But yeah, so he gets there the next day and there's a bunch of kids gathered around Mr. Krabs, and Mr. Krabs is hammering something, and there's a sign that says Krabby Land. And uh <laughs> And Mr. Krabs says, it's where a kid can have fun at the right price. <laughs> he picks up he picks up the kid that I think is Sarah Paxton and is like, uh, what's your name? 
Monroe. <laughs> Jingles Monroe. Yeah. I forgot to were, check. His parents were big fans of the fifth president of the United States. Yeah. Uh, he picks him up and jingles him. Like. <laughs> All right. Money. I mean, kids, it's time for the grand opening of Money. I mean, Krabby Land. <laughs> he, Mr. Krabs has a, a big problem with using the wrong names in this episode. He even calls it, I don't know if y'all caught it, but he calls, well, maybe it wasn't as important, but he calls the kids little piggies. Like to when he's talking about how Piggy nutritious. Banks, yeah. yeah, he's like, come here, you little piggies. But I think because it, it was like right after he talked about feeding them a nutritious meal. So I think he was just saying that little pigs so come eat up. <laughs> Makes sense. My favorite thing about the unveiling, though, is you look at the the facade, the silhouette of Krabby Land. It looks yes. exactly like a castle under this sheet. And he pulls it off, and then it's a bunch. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a literal pile of garbage, and I, it, it looks like there's some look like waste that. in there. It looks nothing like the, the facade would lead you to believe. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. The the reveal of Krabby Land is so much worse than I remembered. <laughs> like I remember it being literal trash, but like yeah. some of that looked like it should have been condemned. Like it should not have been. T- a children children should not have been touching it. Yeah, rocket ship Fantastica is like an oil barrel on a rope, and then it falls off. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid! And then there's a kid on a slide, and the slide immediately collapses. Like when he first gets on it, just <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, "Where am I?" <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great response. It yeah. really is. And Mr. Krabs says, "Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, here's some coloring books slash liability waivers." Yeah. <laughs> He immediately recognized what was happening here. Like, oh, they're all going to get injured. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Although, if the injury happened before the liability waiver signs, that means Mr. Krabs still liable. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he wasn't injured. He just the kid doesn't remember was. anything. He didn't know where he was. <laughs> <laughs> where am I? There's, there's still a... You know, you can't pierce that uh, veil legally if you don't even remember the... Uh, the own uh, events that transpired. So Mr. Krabs is in the clear, I think. How did you how did you hurt yourself, Timmy? I don't remember. And who's Timmy? Like, you know, yeah. that's I guess yeah, maybe he's clear. We'll get the lawyers on it later. We'll talk to our legal yeah. representation for barnacles. And yeah. See yeah. <laughs> we need like a have, I think we've talked about that before, having like a barnacles lawyer that pops in and like it's like, nope, that's not what <laughs> talks about the legality. <laughs> yeah, gotta go to legal just, team together. We just need the bikini bottom, you know. FBA. Yeah. <laughs> would o- I think Osho would be the one to step in here, though. Yes. It yeah. Would. Oh Ocean. yeah, we did have we had a guest Absolutely named Ian right. on a few episodes ago who who made the joke that something wasn't ocean compliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's right there. I, I mean, I have to say it. You have to. <laughs> I don't think they've ever used that on an episode. They need to. Yeah. But um, so if they turn in the liability waivers slash coloring books, they get to meet Krabby the Clown. It's the first time we're hearing about uh, <laughs> the most exciting character in this episode, Krabby the Clown. So SpongeBob, you stall. So SpongeBob, they, <laughs> SpongeBob, he tells, he turns it over to SpongeBob and all the kids are immediately furious at Spongebob, just looking at him <laughs> death staring. Like, he has not done anything yet to earn that. <laughs> he's like, uh, I'm the Krabby Patty 
burglar. Great. Crabby the clown is late. He had to take the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! A great reference to the to the Hamburglar. Like yeah. that a lot. Do they it's even funny how. Sorry, go ahead. It's funny how SpongeBob completely believes that Mr. Krabs is telling the truth here, even though he instantly understands. Oh, I have to make up a bunch of lies right now, like. SpongeBob also just like willfully ignores every single lie and uh, sort of cover up of the truth that's happened within this episode up until this point. <laughs> he is just excited I, as any child about Krabby the Clown. Just so excited. Sort of, I mean, that is SpongeBob's character. He's just like excited, pretty naive, um, but just so good hearted that he just believes Mr. Krab. Even after all of these, you know, wrongdoings, he's like, yeah, no, Krabby the Clown, totally legit. So yeah. last episode we talked about was um oh gosh, what was the title? The where he Born Again Crabs. Oh. Yes. Uh-huh. He, he we talked about Born Again Crabs where Mr. Krabs like tries to turn over a new leaf so this flying Dutchman doesn't send him to Davy Jones Locker. Yeah, 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 yeah. And SpongeBob defends him literally I'll like take the money. to his <laughs> exactly like <laughs> No reason should SpongeBob have defeated. He bets his soul that he yeah. that Mr. Krabs wouldn't trade his soul for money. Hmm. Like, why would you bet that? You yeah. know, you had to pay Mr. Krabs a hundred dollars an hour when you started working. <laughs> <that>. uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, but <laughs> he does a good job here. He's like, "You kids like bubbles? No." And then he blows like the greatest unicorn. I mean, like it's it's incredible, and they're just completely. Un- and one kid just pops it, and he's just, he just keeps going, and then he's just blowing. And while they're like, "You stink," and he's just like, "It's just not coming out" because he's just so discouraged. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, uh, he gets every he gets all the bubble soap in his eyes, and he's in serious pain, and he falls back and destroys the whole Krabby Land, and they're just cheering, and then he. It, he is so selfless. He's just like, he's so analytical too, though. He's just like, they seem to respond to other people's misery. <laughs> and then he, let's see, he pours it in his eyes on purpose. Then he rips his face off with tape. He runs over his tongue with a car. Uh, he, he pays the guy to slam him with a hammer uh, and then feed him lima beans. That's the part that really makes him cry. <laughs> and then the, the buff dude calls up his friend and then they're and then him and his friend are hitting spongebob back and forth like badminton uh <laughs> and if you look at the 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 looks on their faces of the of the buff yes. dudes of the, the buff brothers as i called them um they don't really want to be doing this no they're just like okay you're paying me to do it but i don't want to hurt you but okay i guess we got to like even the phone conversation he's like i mean you can't hear him but you can just see on the face like yeah this guy wants us to do this they're both are confused. you sure about yeah. this like no yeah really uh okay but, like they just don't want to do this but they're they big the but they're not mean they don't want to hurt they're just they're just right. doing it for the cash yeah that's yeah, another big- one of the constants in spun in spongebob there's always a big guy and you find out at the end that they're actually really like skittish or they're actually just really nice that, that's that's one of those tropes i gotta get really out of here. <laughs> those of you with weak constitutions yeah the bubble blowing babies and the spongebob oh, baby. Yeah. i mean like that's a, that's an entire like 
it's a very pivotal area of the movie all based around that one little trope it is it is that's yeah. true not that's all big point. guys are, are mean and scary so just just stand yeah. on my soapbox for a second yeah <laughs> <laughs> i see you're talking about me right then of course uh, you're you're a, a giant among men it's true it is true uh <laughs> So SpongeBob goes to Mr. Krabs, just completely beaten. He has no appendages left, and Mr. <laughs> Krabs immediately accuses him of always thinking about himself. Like this is clearly a man in serious pain. I immediately wrote down what did I say? He I wrote down in my notes. Krabs is an abuser and gaslighter. This is just he's just horrible. This this episode is so bad for Mr. Krabs. Yeah, he fi- he says you're always thinking about yourself, and then the next line after he finds out that SpongeBob his arms and legs are boomerangs, he's like, "Oh no, that could break one of my windows." Like, yep. <laughs> he's That's immediately thinking about his own self. Yeah. <laughs> so SpongeBob, he's still going strong though with his hope that Krabby the Clown is going to deliver, and <laughs> Mr. Krabs like, "Well, I'm finished counting the money, so tell him he's here." It's like, hey, everybody, Krabby the Clown is in the building. Yeah. yeah. And then Mr. <laughs> Mr. Krabs, this is even a worse reveal. Than, well, maybe not because nobody gets hurt in this reveal. But uh, like the last one, it's a pretty terrible reveal, though. He builds it up only for him to turn <laughs> around and put a blue tomato on his nose. Thank you all for coming. Eat plenty of Krabby Patties. Goodbye. And everybody's just dumbstruck. Just... <laughs> mouths on the floor I, th- so, I think the important part about that blue tomato is you don't realize it's a blue tomato yes. until Spongebob calls him cheap yep. says you're cheapy McCheapscape I think yep. is what he said uh, and then he goes I'm not cheap rubs it off turns out he's back in the kitchen I don't want to spoil so, it so great yeah never would have guessed it was a tomato completely threw me off but I I was thinking about this earlier when I, I remember when this episode came out um, because it was like, you know, I was, I was a kid. Um, Tommy, what year were you born? You were 01? Uh, 2000. Oh, 2000. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you turned 22 this year. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I always do some easy math there. Yeah, it actually, should be 22. Yeah, that yeah. is pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember this episode coming out when I was a kid and it was it was summer and like it had been built up like new episode of Spongebob, you know, brand new summer episode, blah, blah, blah. Like I remember this happening. I was like, oh, it's summer. And it really stuck out to me. And then I remember getting to the reveal that it was actually Cheapy the Cheapskate. And I, I think I was devastated. I was shocked that this is actually what happened. Because <laughs> I was like those kids. It got built up for me. And then it was a complete letdown. Yeah. As an adult, it's obvious what Mr. Krabs is doing throughout the whole episode. And as yeah. a kid, you, you want something more. Like, you believe Whoa. in the spirit of summer. Yeah. Because and, and then if Nickelodeon is building up this episode as like this great summer episode, and then it's like this is what it is. Like <laughs> it's really an expose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, really a not. As a kid, I don't think you want these hard-hitting reality, you know, shaking episodes that are talking about, you know, the exploitation <laughs> of people via, Summer's a scam. via yeah. big business and all that stuff. <laughs> it's, it's not what I would call a summer episode. I, I doubt that many kids really 
<laughs> like that far into it, but no, uh, they just were like, ah, Mr. Krabs is a meanie. I want to yeah, see one is... kid though that's like, yeah, this is really emblematic of uh, you know, <laughs> like early, one kid sitting on a sofa. He's like, no, you don't understand. Krabby the clown is a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you know me. So Krabs sneaks out the window, so proud of himself. He at least in this episode, because we talked about Born Again Krabs last week. This episode, he completely gets punished for his actions. <laughs> he does. So, uh, that you know, last time he didn't, but this time he, he gets punished for being cheap. But he he sneaks out the window talking about survival of the fittest, SpongeBob, survival of the fittest, and then all the kids are just outside looking just as angry as they were completely randomly at SpongeBob earlier. Like he didn't do anything, <laughs> but they, <laughs> they're like, get him. <laughs> SpongeBob is back in there with Squidward saying, I don't know the true meaning of summer. I thought I did, but that was a long time ago. You mean this morning? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then this kid's like, come outside, Mr. Squarepants. It's a summer miracle. And cash is just raining down on them like snow. Like just... <laughs> and then you see this kid on the roof just throwing the money out. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they at least respect SpongeBob now. Respect him enough to call him Mr. Squarepants and invite him into their summer fun. Yeah, he was so good to them. They needed to do. I like that. And then um, <laughs> uh, Mr. Krabs, we find out, is in that little entanglement that SpongeBob was in earlier, eating lima beans. He's <laughs> like, "I wanted that green stuff. No, not that green stuff." And then the the other the the buff friend backs up a truck of lima beans. <laughs> beep beep beep. Bing bing bing. Oh, I see what you did there. Mm, they can't so all yeah. be ocean compliant, you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, they, yeah, they can't all be that big, but, you know, the little ones are important, too. The little lima beans, yeah. You got to eat your vegetables sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and that's the episode. So uh, what what's the best quote from this episode? Anybody? Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. I feel like this episode isn't as quotable as some other ones, but it's still mm-hmm. like, it's still a memorable episode. I guess uh, you promised these kids Krabby the Clown, but all I saw was Cheapy the Cheapskate. That That's a good cool. one. I like all the money references. What about the money? I mean, children. And then, all right, money. I mean, kids. It's time for the grand opening of money. I mean, Krabby Land. <laughs> he's stupid (laughs) the one that sticks out to me the most and this is going to be a weird one i just i i cracked up when he goes what's your name kid he goes monroe like that (laughs) That sticks out to me (laughs) they could have gone with jeff or whatever bill they they you don't expect me to say monroe (laughs) they spent some they they had a whole meeting with several yeah. people where they discussed, okay, what is the name <laughs> of this kid going to be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a good one. And then the other kid that says, where am I? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I don't know if we know that child's name, but I guess that child doesn't know his name either. So I think you dubbed him Timmy. So that's true. Canonically I... speaking, we're going to call him Timmy. <laughs> now, yeah. canon. It is. That's funny. We determined. All right, uh, Devin, how <gasps> many, how many, 
pile of trash theme parks out of five is this episode. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this one 4.3. Wow, okay. Or, yeah, 4.2. I'm going to give 4.2. Okay. 4.2, yeah. Um, what did you say? Call it gar- pile of garbage theme parks? Uh, theme parks, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, I feel like, I mean, Mr. Krabs sucks. He's pretty pretty terrible in this episode, but he does get his comeuppance, so that helps. Um, uh-huh. And... Yeah, I mean, I like summer. I like, you know, I just, I felt like it was a solid story. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't really have necessarily many gripes with it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, Tommy. Um, how many cups of French toast out of five do you give <laughs> this episode? Oh, it's it's a hard one. I'm I'm pulled in both directions, if I'm being honest. So I'm gonna like SpongeBob. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a, a 3.2. Um, it's a good episode overall. I'd say three has got to be like dead average. Um, I mean, I, I will say if, if you're marketing this as a summer episode, I don't know if you can necessarily market it as that just because it takes place during the summer. Um, so that's, oh. that's that's one of my gripes with it. Um, <laughs> however, I am kind of sold on this. It's a it's an expose and a, you know, a revelation about like the the malpractices of exploitative businesses. Yeah, um, this episode ages well as an adult. Like, but yeah. I, I I think I think the real uh, the pitfall isn't honestly that it's a bad episode. Is that it's juxtaposed with one of the best episodes Fair. in SpongeBob history. So it yes. it was a good episode. But when when I'm watching this episode knowing in the next 15 minutes i'm getting to the episode that i actually want to see that's i think that's really what what pulls it down for me it was a good episode but you can't put that right before you're not uh, wrong what we're talking about next man tommy i just gotta say you need to use at least just this clip this portion of the of the (laughs) podcast and like your job applications and everything like (laughs) the malpractice of exploitative business like all use yeah that's why i'm really into business ethics and you know uh yeah, they're gonna be like, you know what? This kid is going places. We need to hire him <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All okay. Right. You got so one for Jeff. Yeah, oh, you, it's up to okay. you, man. How many lima beans out of five is this episode <laughs> getting? It's a good one. Um. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that it is by itself. It is a very funny, uh, enjoyable episode, but it's not. Yeah, it's not super quotable, and it is juxtaposed against uh, an incredible episode. But um, I'll go four out of five. I think just I think I'll I'll take one point off, one full point. But I don't want to go too much lower because it is it is very funny, and it feels like it does have something to say, as we talked about. Uh, it's it's nonsense, but also there is some kind of point to it. And also, Mr. Krabs does get punished. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so I like it. Uh, but yeah, the next one, if we've been a little cryptic, the next one is the camping episode. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So stick around for that episode. Uh, we'll see y'all then. <laughs> All right. See you. Barnacles with Jep and Devin is a production of Jep and Devin. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Barnacles J and D. 
Send us a voice message on Anchor, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and remember, with imagination, you can be anything you want.